Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCollum. Thank you. Those were the dulcet tones of Dick Warren, and these are the dulcet tones of Christopher McCollum, Master Certified Coach. And you have to say it that way when you get an MCC credential. It's true. It's part of the law. Hey, welcome. Thank you for being with us. Uh, for those of you listening live, those two of you listening live, as like 99% of you listen through the archives, probably while you're vacuuming, which is just perfect, uh, I want to remind us all that it's the Ides of March or the Ides of Trump here in the United States. If you have a more progressive idea or some complaint or correction or comment, to send our president today's day. Everybody within the sound of my voice from whatever country or burg you may live in, go ahead, send in a postcard with your thoughts, your impressions, and let's uh, actually, you know, try this representative democracy in a republic idea and see if it works. Um, uh, what else do we want to let you know? Boy, uh, lots of exciting conferences. You knew you didn't know what I was going to say there, did you? Uh, conferences are uh, coming up. You want to be part of the ICF Global Conference. It's coming up uh, in August in Washington D.C. Now I know for some of you, <laughs> Washington D.C. in August that sounds like a terrible idea, and uh, truly it may be. But you're going to be inside some of the world's finest facilities for meetings, and there's air conditioning. I double checked. So uh, go immediately to ICF. Uh, website or uh, your ICF chapter and register for that because it's been five years, I think, since we had a global conference. Very exciting for them to return to that. But also, if you're a master's certified coach like me, you're interested in uh, expanding your universe by hanging out with mastery, and especially if you are the five people you hang out with most, you want to know about the Conversation Among Masters conference. That's a conference that's usually by invitation only, but you can wrangle yourself an invitation by going to conversation, singular, among masters, plural, dot com. Check it out. Uh, their conference coming up in May, a much more um, calm weather month to have conferences. And then, of course, uh, I think in June, the ACTO, the Association of Coach Training Organizations Conference. So lots of conferences. It's going to be conference season. Make sure that you get registered, get your early bird, and get moving. Um, what else do I want you to know? Well, uh, as every week, we want to let you know about our, our partnership and our long-term support and uh, sponsorship. So if you're, if you're like me, well, God help you if you are. But if you are, uh, you, when you want to be a coach or get trained as a coach or make the decision to make that transition into coaching, you're looking for the world's finest coach training program. You don't want the best, I mean, the biggest or the, um, the most talked about. You want the best See how what I did there? I made a mistake. But you do want the best. And when I want the best, I look around for the best. The Oxford, the Harvard, the Yale of coaching. And um, Stanford. Okay, sorry, West Coast people. And uh, I found it. It's Accomplishment Coaching. 
available at accomplishmentcoaching.com. Not only are the world's finest coach training program from their initial design, but also they uh, work continually on their curriculum and their um, distinctions and tools so that each year you're getting a more updated program than the year before. Accomplishmentcoaching.com has only one program. It's not a series of modules. It's not 27 things they're trying to sell you. It's one program, and uh, it's formidable. So uh, my favorite thing about AC is that you can go and observe their coach training program in person. You know how most places, if you're looking for coach training, you get to... um, you know, you have to sign up to find out what they're doing. Well, not at Accomplishment Coaching. You can go and observe their coach training with an invitation and, um, you know, sit in, see what you think. Maybe it's for you, maybe it's not. Go check it out, accomplishmentcoaching.com. Here are the cities, ready? All in North America, San Diego, California, Seattle, Washington, Victoria, B.C., Canada. Can't get more beautiful than Victoria. Um, Chicago, Illinois a fine city and home of the world's uh, champion Cubs. New York City, enough said, and Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, where we could certainly use some coaching these days. All right, so check them out, accomplishmentcoaching.com. We also want to be so grateful for our fourth year. We're in our fourth year of partnership with the International Coach Federation. We're a media partner, and our partnership gives us the welcoming opportunity to support the fine work of all the folks involved in the association. The International Coach Federation, also known as the ICF, is the leading global organization dedicated to advancing the coaching profession. And they do that by setting high standards, by providing independent certification, and building a worldwide network of trained coaching professionals. And we mean worldwide. It's the world's largest organization of professionally trained coaches, and therefore the ICF elicits instant credibility for its members, like me. ICF is also committed to connecting professional coaches, that's us, with the tools and resources we need to succeed in our careers. So whether it's marketing or research or just return on investment to justify your, your potential clients hiring you, learn more about ICF. Stay up to date on the latest news. You can visit two places, Coach federation.org that's coachfederation.org or follow icf on twitter or both you can follow icf at at icfhq at icfhq we're also delighted to have a representative from the icf on our show each month and today my friends is such a day you're going to have some in-depth learning today because we're going to spend the entire hour with a fascinating woman she is not only a leader in coaching and a leader in coaching in her home country of Ireland. But Rachel Dungan is the co-lead of ICF's Health and Wellness Community of Practice. So if you're interested in not only how coaching can meld with wellness and health initiatives, or if you are thinking about becoming a practicing professional medical coach, uh, you've come to the right place, my friend. Let's welcome uh, her... uh, Resume or CV is formidable, so let's give you just a couple of the highlights. In addition to being the co-lead of ICF's Health and Wellness Community of Practice, she's a registered pharmacist since 1996, a professional coach since 2011, and is currently an internship to become a professional medical coach. Please welcome to our microphones, Rachel Dungan. Hello. Hello, Christopher. How are you? I'm well. Thanks so much for listening to all that and for being with us today. Hey, look around outside. Which part of Ireland do you find yourself in? Well, I find myself in Lismore County, Waterford right now, which is right in the south of the country. Is so it? it's a cloudy day here. <laughs> now, it'll surprise no one with a name like McAuliffe that my people are from, are 
from your area, specifically County Cork, as far south as you can go in Ireland, right before you uh, r- rush off the tip. Um, have you have you heard a lot of bad things about the name McAuliffe? Is it sort of a, a blackened name and with a terrible reputation in your country? Oh, well, it's got it's black, but you know, there's one of those wonderful stars that that shine out of it as well. So you know, it, it, it's got that it, 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 a formidable reputation, I believe, might be the way to phrase it. <laughs> you are nothing if not charming, my friend. Thank you so much. All right, well, let's talk uh, a bit about health and wellness and the the confluence of that or the meeting place between health and wellness work which we generally think of as diagnostic in nature and you know um, a bit um, cut and dried perhaps and where it meets coaching and what difference it makes mm. wow that well you've got a, a big question there but one uh, one of the things that I, I guess I've worked in healthcare for the last, well, 25 years. So it, it, one of the big challenges, as we all know, is how do we support people to be proactive about managing their own health and well-being? Yes. Because it dawned on me that, you know, we spend 10 minutes with a pharmacist or with a doctor once every three months, six months, and the rest of the time... Or three years for some of us, right. Seven, yeah, hours a, a week or, you know, 700 hours a month, there we are managing our own health and well-being one way or the other anyway. So I guess that was where I started off with the question, how can we, how can, how can I as a healthcare professional, support people to be more proactive about managing their own health and well-being. And then I guess another aspect that brought from wearing the pharmacist hat a lot at this stage was around, you know, World Health Organization says that 50 percent of people who have a chronic condition and are are using a treatment don't adhere to their treatment, even if that costs them their life. Unbelievable. But I do know those people. Yes. Yeah. Well, of course. And apparently 200,000 people in the European Union every year die as a result of die as a result of not adhering to their treatment. So that got me thinking. And um, one of the one of the ways that I started looking for ways to support people and it did just didn't come to one until 2011 mm-hmm. um, when I found a coaching and I started a personal and business coaching diploma um, in 2010. So I did that for a year and that I started to think, well, this is an answer. We've moved from compliance, you know, that whole idea of telling people what to do, but why on earth aren't they doing it to that whole idea of a patient and a healthcare professional working together as a collaborative team to actually support the process of behavior change. And that, you know, that is coaching. It really is. So. And that um, I'm interested, You so you're sitting there, you know, chugging along as a pharmacist, I assume somewhat happily, uh, you've got a, a family, you're in a beautiful part of the world. And then what was it that sparked your interest in coaching initially? What was it that got you interested in this? It was in finally in all of those things that I've just shared with you, but finally it was a patient mm-hmm. who um, had multiple conditions. She had multiple sclerosis and diabetes 
and all sorts of different conditions. But she came in to me just before Christmas and she said um, she had ulcers underneath, behind her knees uh-huh. and in her groin and underneath her breasts. Uh-huh. And it was, you know, she, she, she came in for antibiotics and she was in a lot of pain. And she said to me that she would do anything at that point to help herself get out of the misery that she was in right then and there. And I asked her, would she consider, was she still smoking? And she pointed her finger at me and she said, if you take those cigarettes away from me, you'll be taking away my last friend. (laughs) And um, so I... I kind of thought, wow, I said, no, I no desire to take your friends away from you at all. Um, but we had in the pharmacy a, um, a coach, actually, from the Irish Cancer Society who we'd hired to come in at the beginning of January for that whole New Year's mm-hmm, resolution. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good. And she she um, I offered her an, an appointment with this lady. And I said, you know, it's up to you how you use it. She's she's a coach. You want to use your time to talk about smoking or not smoking, that's fine. I don't care, but it's available to you. Anyway, she did. She came in. And about three weeks after that, she came in with a prescription for nicotine replacement therapy. And she told me she had smoked her last cigarette. She waved it at me and she says, I have smoked my last cigarette. And I was there. Okay, I know. And she goes, oh, I said, I know. And she goes, how do you know? I said, because you said so. And you're a very determined woman. And I know that you mean business. And she goes, I do. But the thing was, when while I was dispensing her prescription, I said, I, I just asked her, I said, tell me what was the difference between the conversation we had before Christmas and taking away your friend and now. And she said it was this conversation she'd had with this coach and it was, that she'd really listened to her and she'd helped her understand why she had resisted giving up the cigarettes for 40 years. And I said, goodness, what was that? And she said, I was afraid of failing and I don't fail. Isn't it amazing how one story like that can change not only her life, but our lives. So from that, you thought, well, maybe there's something really to this coaching and started investigating? Exactly. I said, whatever that woman did, I want to learn how to do that. <laughs> because especially as a... find out about that. And that changed my life. It has. Yes. And as a patient-facing pharmacist, you must have seen all those people who aren't adhering. You know, they've come in for a 20-day supply and it's been 60 days since their last visit to you, right? So you actually know that they're not adhering to this and you must have seen the impact. It's extraordinary. Uh, journey and thank you so much for your commitment to people's well-being and to health and wellness. Um, let me ask you the a bit, bit of a business question, though. So you and I know that it's better for people to take care of our well-being, but we also know, you know, I sit here in front of you as a man who didn't get up and do my exercise routine this morning because it was dark and cold, and uh, you know, I'm somehow surprised every morning that it's dark and cold outside and, uh, and make my decision then rather than being resolute in my, in my fitness goals. You know, I also, um, am spotty on my, you know, vitamins and supplements and spotty on my meditation and all the things I know that are good for me. What, what is it? It it seems like a losing proposition to try on a business 
level to go out and sort of promote those things that seem on some level doomed for so many. What is the what is the business case? How do you how do you find clients? Are there organizations looking for this? Are there individuals? Who, who are you working with mostly? That's a, there, there's a variety. So you, you're absolutely spot on. How do you make the, make the case? But I think it's really interesting. The, there's a survey in Ireland, and I'm absolutely certain there is in, in, in the States too, but I, 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 it's the Irish figures that I, ha, I have more familiarity with. We would probably but just lie about ours currently anyway. Please go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one called the Healthy Ireland Survey, and they do this each year. And it's just as you said, we, there's 92% of the Irish population would like to make a change to improve their health and well-being. Extraordinary. So, they, yeah, they'd like to. So there's, there's a desire. But as you say, it's not so easy to, to execute on desire consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess from a business perspective, there's a significant interest from corporations, from from businesses in ensuring well-being in their in of their employees, um, stress is a huge impact mm-hmm. on their absenteeism. Employee engagement would all be markers, and institutions like Gallup and you know have done a lot of research into the impact of stress and the impact of absenteeism on on health on business performance. So obviously that's a line from a business perspective. The state the um, has a huge vested interest, certainly on this side of the Atlantic. There's departments of social protection, which would pay people if they're on long-term sick leave. To, yeah. So if, say, I go on sick leave, the state will provide me with an income until I get back working. So in one of the most recent surveys, they say in Ireland, out of a population of 5 million, there was 326,000 people with at least one disability. Wow. A lot of people. And if they're all claiming state disability, mm-hmm. then that's a lot of money that uh, is being paid for. And one of the stats that they came up with was, and I found this absolutely shocking, for somebody that's out of work long term with a disability for two years or more, they are more likely to die than go back to work. Wow. That is shocking. All right. So, so there's we've got a business- huge vested interest, obviously, from a from a not from a private corporation point of view, but also from a from a state perspective in, in helping people to get back on their feet and get well again. Indeed. That's uh, I, I'm starting to see the business case flesh out, especially from the state and corporations and organizations. Is uh, do you see a difference in a small business versus a large business? In other words, if um, if there are just five people, say, in a relatively small business, you know, and you know Carol and Becky and Tom, and they're all in the uh, office with you, is there more or less incentive to actually follow through? In other words, is a smaller group easier to to create behavioral change in or larger? From my perspective, I think it's easier. And I worked in a pharmacy with six employees. Mm, Two of them had multiple sclerosis. One oh of them God. had fibromyalgia. Wow. And two, uh, two, one was caring for 
uh, her husband with a with dementia, and two of us had uh, children. <laughs> so uh, we, we, you know, we had there was six maternity leaves within a ten year period <laughs> in a small. So if you don't look after your team and you're not focused on wellness uh, and you're not focused on health and you're not focused on keeping people well at work and providing a safe haven for people to perform well while they're at work, nothing works. Clear. That's a that's extraordinary because I think a lot of us, you know, hear corporate and we think large, but even small organizations and small businesses need this sort of uh, level of support. Uh, let's Let's go a bit of a different way on the same topic. When you're marketing your services as a as a coach, who's also what? What's the official term? Is it a wellness coach? Is it a health medical? What what sort of coach is it? That's a very good question, and there's a lot of um, discrepancy within the market about what people mean by those terms. Mm-hmm. So, again, this is why in our community of practice, uh, which in the ICF community of practice, our very first session was addressing the issue of what is health and wellness coaching. Mm. And it's it means many different things to many different people. And over 70 percent of people who are marketing themselves as health and wellness coaching don't have any coaching training at all oh. of any shape. So oh, that hurts my soul. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that that's uh, that that was some of the so that I was shocked about. Mm-hmm. Let alone health specific training in health and wellness coaching, none at all. Extraordinary. So, so, uh, so the ter- um, so, term we've come to is health and wellness, but individuals may choose a different term: medical coaching or um, well being coach or something like that. There's no official term, but we're calling the community. Health and wellness. Am I picking that up? Health and wellness a community of practice, and 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 for many, health coaching can sometimes mean people keeping people as well as they can who are living with a condition. Yeah. Medical coaching would also refer to helping people live their their best uh, their best life with, living with a medical condition, and often wellness focuses more on prevention of ill health and living a well life. But again, these are very, there isn't one official definition um, of, of coaching. One of the ones that I like is, is a coach that employs the art and science of co- of the coaching relationship to optimize health and well-being of the client. Oh, I love that one too. It's beautiful and clear. Um, okay, let's go uh, back uh, a step to my question because I was looking at sort of the marketing case or the business case for this type of coaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about, you know, uh, the state's very interested for the disabled or, or differently abled populations the, uh, and uh, people who are out of work. There's um, obviously some incentive for large and small businesses to do this sort of work. What about in the healthcare community itself? That is, I think we're all a bit aware of some healthcare provider who is sacrificing themselves in the name of wellness and not being well themselves or not taking very good care of their own wellness, even as they're tending to others. Does that, is, does that translate? Does that make sense? Huge. And I work uh, with pharmacists. I do a variety of carers in, in all the health caring professions, shall we say, and also home carers have a really high risk of burnout 
and ill health themselves as a result of putting everybody else's needs before their own. And of course, that does have a knock on effect. If I if I don't look after myself as a pharmacist and I'm too ill to turn up to work, the the pharmacy cannot open. And my all of the people that I care for do not get the service that they need to get. Right. So it is huge, huge issue. And that would be the same with medical um, professionals or nursing professionals. If you can't turn up for work, right. you can't. Those that you care for are not cared for. Beautifully said. Um, did I read this right? Among the materials that you sent us, I see a. a note here that says, according to the Center for Disease Control, generally considered to be a very reputable part of uh, what currently may not be so reputable government, uh, says that nearly half of adults in the United States are living with a chronic illness? Yes. Stunning. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And is that is that partial to the U.S. or are you finding high numbers across the, the world? In in Europe, they're talking about that being true by 2030 if the current projections occur, continue. So we're leading the world so, in, our, in our dis-ease. Perfect. Um, and, yeah. and that seems to, to branch into what you were talking about, not only the professional caregivers, but the at-home caregivers, people who are sort of in that sandwich generation where they're taking care of children and perhaps an elderly relative, either a parent or someone else. And then to think that there may also be a chronic illness in the home. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, of course, as well, you know, for family carers, uh, there's there. It's certainly in Ireland. They if the person that they're caring for ends up in an in, in institutional care, the cost of that just from a, a per week is huge. Yeah. They. they there's the Carers Association in Ireland did some research. They reckon that each family carer saves the state 65,000 euros a year. Wow. Well, we're about, I believe, we, we're changing our, our schedule a bit, but I believe we're about to take a break. And uh, so I want to make sure people know how to get a hold of you and get a hold of the, the community. Um, clearly, if you go to www.coachfederation.org and look for the Health and Wellness Coaching Community of Practice under the Members tab. You can find it there. You can also go directly to www.icfireland.org forward slash medical hyphen coaching hyphen learning hyphen community. Um, Rachel, do you also have a LinkedIn or a, or a uh, website you'd like us to know? Yes, my website is forefront.ie, www.number4front.ie. Let's do that and one my more time. I'm so sorry. Let's do that one more time. So it's the numeral four and then the word front, yeah. F-R-O-N-T dot I-E, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, when we come back, that music's a, a bit loud in our ears. So when we come back, we'll talk about the LinkedIn and other ways you can reach Rachel Dungan. So delighted to spend the entire hour today with Rachel Dungan. She is the co-lead of the ICF Health and Wellness Community of Practice, as well as a registered pharmacist and a coach in her own right. More right after this, right here on The Coaching Show. Stay with us. Hi, Mary. Our growth has me looking for new furniture, but I can't find the right vendor. Can you help? For sure. Do you know a company that will give me a great value? For sure. Do you know a company that provides great selection? For sure. 
Do you know a company that is professional and responsive? For sure, it's Shore. Shore Office Warehouse has been providing great value, service, and selection for over 40 years. It's Shore, for sure. ShoreOfficeWarehouse.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human not just for those in romantic relationships get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today